When facing today's gospel, it is speaking to us a lot about what is pride. I mean, the Pharisee, it's kind of obvious. He's standing there in prayer, and he says this prayer to himself. I thank you, God, that I am not grasping, unjust, adulterous, like the rest of mankind, and particularly that I am not like this tax collector here. I fast twice a week, pay tithes on all I get. And then there's that tax collector in the back, and he's beating his breast, and he says, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. And it ends by saying, this man, I tell you, went home again. At rights with God, the other did not. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, and the man who humbles himself will be exalted. It brings up a really interesting thought. In fact, all sin can be explained by pride, this great selfishness, this great ego. It's a terrible thing. I've experienced this so much in my own life, from others, from myself. It's really the heart of spiritual warfare. Spiritual warfare is this battle that we have within our own hearts to um, remain self- selfless, remain given. And pride is this ugly head that manifests itself in so many ways. In the great tradition, we often will speak of the seven deadly sins. And in fact, each kind of sin is a different manifestation of pride. It's a different way in which pride shows itself. If it's the sins of the flesh, the the sins of the spirit, if it's things like uh, the love of money so that I might protect myself because I'm so afraid, it's all about me. If it's addictions, addictions to drugs, addiction to anything, really, anything that is binged or, or found refuge in, it's an escape from the reality, and it's all about me. It's a lack of desire to engage and to give. It's selfishness. You know, and... If it's the sins of the Spirit, whether it be things like anger or wrath, you know, which is kind of a cross between the two, between flesh and spirit, that anger where it's all about the way I think everything should be and I have to make it all conform to my own head, my own way. Or it be uh, those great sins of jealousy where I think that I should be the one Instead of rejoicing in the good of my brother and loving them, I think I should be the one. I should be the one having it. I should be the one getting it. I want to be first. I need to be the center. And it's interesting because the more that we grow in an interior life, the more meaning. And what I mean by that is the more we try to love, the more we try to lay down our life for our friends, the more we try to conform ourselves to the cross, to Jesus' commandments to follow him, to pick up our cross and follow him, or to lay down our life for our friends, the more that we try to live of this gospel through the years, the more sensitive we get to these things and we realize that there are so many ways that we are selfish. 
And then we see the ugly head of vanity where we throw ourselves into into seeing the way other people see us or wanting to be first and make sure everybody knows it or just that simple pride of knowing that I am God and I will determine my own way I will determine my own way that desire to be God you know and it's the humble that will be exalted it's interesting because it's like in this parable it's showing that this man who is doing everything right is still so filled with pride that he may be the one that ends up in hell you know and the one that is actually screwed up you know actually um incredibly selfish and hurting other people he's in the back and he's beating his breast searching for mercy being true and honest and the act of beating our breast the act of uh, recognizing that we've screwed up that we have done wrong that act demands that I've recognized that there are other people and that I am not the center it takes us out of this egocentrism um, takes us out of this whole idea that I am first the moment I start beating my breast I realize there are other people and living a life of repentance is living a life of recognizing that love is first that God is first that laying down my life for my brother is first and so I'm working at repenting meaning placing him first placing God first I hope that helps a little bit uh, I mean this aspect of repentance and beating our breast is not supposed to be exaggerated because we can even take pride in that I'm the most repentant of all and then I end up in hell <laughs> you know it's not that it's, it's this recognition that God has loved me and God has loved you it's this recognition that he's loved us even in our misery even in our wounds and that we recognize that we have done wrong and that is true and that we deserve punishment that we deserve justice for that and we hope we hope we hope in his mercy and we beg and we reach out for his mercy for it's in his mercy that we have life it's in mercy that we see that perhaps god is smiling upon us right now that his love the one who is infinite love is looking upon us right now and we ask that he might send his spirit into our hearts so let us do that lord send your spirit into our hearts a spirit of consolation a spirit of mercy a spirit of love that we may live of his love live of this love that we may leave behind all those deadly sins that crucified our savior all those deadly sins that leave us in this sickness of pride and we might unify ourselves with the one thing which matters and that is your spirit and your life in the name of the father the son